Hey, 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 this is Ty, the family made mom, coming to you with the topic 2021 Stumblers list. Ugh. Listen, in 2021, uh, there were five things that I recognized as being stumbling blocks for me um, throughout the year. And not that we want to drag 2021 into our 2022. We want to realize where we came from in order to get further ahead, right? Yes. So here's some things that I found. And if you can locate yourself within these, that's awesome. If you think like, oh man, that would be great to find out, you know, what I did, I would encourage you to go back to um, the podcast that I did called Taking Inventory. It was all about looking at where your year uh, where you at were at last year, you know, um, where were you at spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, where were you within your, um, if you're married in your relationship with your spouse, if you're in a relationship with the person with you're in a relationship with, how were you as a parent? How were you in regards to cleaning your home? How were you, if you're an entrepreneur, how were you with your business? If you work a nine to five, how were you, um, within your job? You know, how were you just in your everyday life, just taking that inventory and looking over who yourself as a person, you may hear me flipping some pages and that's just because I'm going through my list in real time and just being very transparent because I found out that sometimes people understand better when they hear your story. And I'm not one who is shy about telling my story. I'm, um, I'm really one that it believes that I grow from my testimony. I grow from my story and somebody else probably can too. Cause I've grown from hearing a lot of people's testimonies and understanding like, Hmm, I can identify with that and let me see how I can move on. Five things that I, um, realized were stumbling blocks to me was inconsistency. And, you know, I'm big on definition. So inconsistency is, uh, and being inconsistent is acting at a variance with one's own principles or former conduct. You know, so when we look at that, it's like, man, inconsistent. You know, I was not able to keep a steady track. You know, there were so many things that I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. Two days later, uh, fell off the wagon, you know, or two months later, fell off the wagon, whatever it was. I just was not able to keep track with what I said I was going to do. I was not reliable. Excuses. You know, I had a lot of excuses. The word excuses means to attempt to lessen the blame attaching to a fault or offense to seek to defend or justify, you know, it's like the person who is late. Oh, I'm sorry. The reason that I was late was blah, 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 blah. It really doesn't matter. You were late. I apologize for being late. You know, I made up a lot of excuses, whether it was excuses for, um, why I didn't get things done, even excuses to my own self. You know, the reason why you didn't write that book or the reason why you didn't start that course or the reason why you didn't yet stop. The reason why you didn't is because you simply didn't, you know, just being honest. Uh, the third thing was lacking motivation. Uh, lacking motivation means the lack of passion or drive to accomplish a task or goal. So for myself, it for me, uh, lack of motivation to lose weight, to be consistent in exercising. Those were some of the biggest things that I just was not motivated to do. And um, I don't know if you knew this or not, but when we exercise, we clear out a lot of things out of our mind and body. So exercise is powerful in so many different areas in our life. So I would encourage you if you do not have some sort of exercise regimen, even if it's just as small as stretching, develop that regimen there because stretching relieves your body of toxins. It loosens your muscles and all of that along with drinking water is great. So for myself, lacking motivation was in 
mainly in regards to my body, you know, keeping up with my temple. And then another thing was just, you know, right along with being inconsistent, making excuses, lacking motivation to get done what I said I was going to do. Um, comparisons. This was huge. This is number four on my list. Uh, comparisons. Uh, that means consideration or estimated estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. So for myself, I was like, Oh, why would somebody want to, um, go to my course when so-and-so has a course that looks way better than what mine is, you know, or why would I do this if so-and-so is already doing it? And, you know, it was kind of silly because I'm so big on telling other people like, Hey, do this. You can do it. It doesn't matter how many, look at how many people are making bread out there and people are still buying all those different kinds of bread. But for myself, it was so hard for me to grasp that concept because I am my own worst critic. So I was like, Oh, you know, you, Oh, why would, Oh, blah. It was so much. And then I had to realize if you were coaching yourself, what would you tell yourself? And that kind of helped me to get out of that comparison stench like oh gosh you know if I didn't if I asked somebody to be on my podcast and they didn't agree to it I would be so disheartened but then I was like people have time schedules ask somebody else there's so many people you know so little bitty things the last thing number five was discontentment discontentment means the lack of satisfaction with one's possessions status or situation lack of contentment a sense of grievance or sadness or mourning. Uh, so for myself, when I say discontentment, I just, I wasn't satisfied with the fact that I went from five people listening to my podcast to 10 or 20 or, you know, or, or whatever. I wasn't satisfied with just that. I wanted to go big or go home. I wanted to be viral. I wanted to be. And I remember my husband telling me something. He said, are you, um, he said, are you doing this just for numbers? And then I was like, no, but he was like, no, I understand you it would be great to have the numbers, but is that the reason why you're doing it? And it just brought me back so much to my foundation, to the reason why I do what I do is because even if it's just one person, I want to be able to reach that one mom and say, listen, I'm so glad that what I shared with you meant a lot to you, that it helped you, that it helped you to grow, that it helped you to get to where you needed to go. You know, um, you know, being content with the fact that I do have my blog, I do have uh, my podcast, I do have my coaching business and I'm doing great, you know, in all three. It just, you know, being able to understand that even if, even as a mom, even as a wife, you know, even as a woman, I may not be everything that I want to be, but I'm so much better than what I was. You know, when I look back over a lot of uh, the things that I did when I did my emotional inventory, um, that was one area that I can say it was like really, really positive. When I thought about myself emotionally, I was like, wow, you really did so much better than you have in the past 15 years of being a parent. You know, you've done so much better. Um, I really took the time to think before I responded and reacted so much more than I did in any, uh, any of those past 15 years. I was really excited looking at that, you know, um, what was another area that I can say that I was just like, Arr. you know, um, I can say, uh, being a wife, that was an area that I was like, you can really come up in that area. Sometimes I think as a, a person and as a wife, as a mom, rather, I'm sorry, I, um, I'm so engulfed in that, that ultimately, you know, I become a mom to my spouse and he's like, I'm not a child. And I'm like, 
oh shoot, I forgot you weren't a child. But by then I've already said what I said or thought what I thought. So now it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't look at you as a child, but I'm so used to talking to children all day long that this is just sometimes how it comes out. So, um, that was an area that I had to come up as a mother. I, I was excited to say that I did good this year that I opened up and, you know, I was there a lot more than what I had been before. Um, even in regards to family, I made a lot of efforts to encourage uh, peace. And I tried to do a lot of family activities and trips and things like that. Um, uh, another area was cleaning. You know, I did as a family, we did a whole lot better making sure everything was clean, tidy, looked really good. Um, you know, just different things like that. So when I'm talking about taking inventory, this is what I'm talking about. And that inventory list that you take is going to be able to help you locate where you're at. A lot of you, I don't know if you ever listened to the podcast I did on journaling and writing. If you are an everyday journaler, you're somebody who can easily identify where you're stumbling at for the day. Well, when you take that and you survey that and you look at it and you compile that list for the end of the year, if you see that those things are consistent, you know, that is cycling, cyclic behavior. And you're looking at it and you're saying, man, I'm doing this, 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 and this all of the time. Focus in on those things. I like to say, isolate them. Isolate these issues. Find out exactly where it's coming from. Is it stemming from something that has not been dealt with at all? You know, sometimes there's things that we haven't dealt with in our childhood, things that we haven't dealt with from our teenage years, some things that we haven't dealt with as an adult, some things we didn't deal with from yesterday. Whatever it was, begin to deal with it. Because as you can see, if we don't deal with things, they begin to deal with us. And it becomes a much bigger problem when that thing is allowed to deal with us because it doesn't hold any bars. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't hold back at all. It wreaks havoc wherever it wants to wreak havoc. Whether it's in your emotions, whether it's in you know how you deal with people, how you look at yourself. It can be in so many different ways. And those things that uh, we allow to remain unchecked begin to check us. So definitely take a look at what you're dealing with. Uh, so Ty, when you looked at your stumbling block list, what was it that you said you can do from there? So from there, I said, listen, um, there were just some things that I said, hey, you see where you're at. And when I compiled um, this list of where I was at, uh, the categories that I did for my inventory list were spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, as a wife, mother, as a family, cleaning, businesses, and then overall. Um, when I looked at those things, that's how I created my list. Once I created the stumbling block list, then I said, okay, you know, actually when I wrote it, to be honest, um, because I'm so big on definitions, some of you, it may not be so big to actually look up the word, but just to understand that this, these things were what you can identify with. However you are as a person, that's a go for me. Um, looking up the definition, finding out what inconsistent was, even though I knew my own definition, I wanted the realistic version, uh, even going back to the Oxford, I wanted the foundational <laughs> definition. Um, when you start to look at each word acting at a variance you know, those variables alone, you know, the fact that you're not the same, nothing that is, you're not holding on to anything that's the same. That bothers me. I want to be able, it's okay to be spontaneous, but man, can you be reliable? 
you know, that was something that I know growing up, I was so big on being reliable. And the older my children got, I became more and more unreliable because I was taking on so many tasks that I really could not commit to because the main task that I really needed to commit to at that time was being a parent. You know, I was good with being a wife. I was, you know, I I sucked at being a woman. I didn't even know what a woman was back then, but you know, I really needed to focus on my kids, but I was so busy trying to keep up this persona that I could do everything for everybody that I was becoming inconsistent in everything that I held true to being someone who was reliable. My yes meant yes. My no meant no. Everything was becoming shaky. You know, somebody was saying, Hey, are you going to be there? I say, yes, I'm going to be there only to say, I'm sorry. I won't be able to make it. You know, whatever it is that, you know, if you can identify with these five things, being inconsistent, making excuses, lacking motivation, you know, dealing with comparisons or discontentment, if you can identify with any of those five things, find out your reason why. For me, it's because I'm such a risk taker. I'm such a dreamer. I can take on eight million loads. Well, really, I can only handle one million of those loads, but I got eight million. So for the year, yes, maybe I could deal with 1 million things, but I took on 8 million and it overweighed me so much. It really tore down my character and how I was looked at as a person, mainly to myself. Because, you know, people are going to look at you one way, but you got to deal with yourself when you get home. I'm so big on how I look at myself because how I look at myself is, you know, it actually depicts how I'm going to portray myself how I'm going to display myself, how I'm going to be as a person. So I would just look at myself and I would say, man, you know, you're not, you're not on time. Like you usually are, you know, I think there were like five events that I just was not on time and it bothered me so much. I remember one of my dearest, closest friends had an opening of her business and I could not make it. And I had put it on my calendar. It was there, but I was so overbooked with my kids activities I literally could not make it and it broke my heart. And she ended up telling me how even people in her own immediate family couldn't be there because of their schedules as well. And she just talked about how it broke her so much and she ended up crying, you know, and it hurt her. And I just was like, man, I wish I could have been that one person to be there. And it just hurt my heart so much that I didn't even want to talk to her for a while because I didn't know what to say. Even though she had moved on, I couldn't forgive myself for what I did. Because I felt like I should have did better in my planning. Um, So listen, those five things that I noted as stumbling blocks, I then went back and I said, okay, so in your everyday life, you're going to hold true to what you can do better as a person. You're not going to live on your past, but you are going to push forward to be a better person in the future. So for me, uh, my goals were... From looking at that list, uh, to believe in who God created me to be doing this will help me to let go of comparisons and making excuses. Remember that you don't have to keep up with everyone else. Your blessings are on the way. Um, sometimes when we do things, um, I know for myself, uh, just for those who are single, I found out that a lot of single people listen to my podcast. I was pretty encouraging. Um, and I mean, single people with no children, otherwise I would have just said moms, but, um, You know, being single, I remember that I had all of these lists. This is what I want to do with myself. This is the person I want to marry. This person I want to get with. These are the things I want to do. I had so many lists 
And all of those lists became these binding, confining things. Now it's okay to have a um, foundation. You know, these are things that standards, foundational standards, nothing wrong with that. But sometimes we can be so list heavy that we don't live. Make sure that you're taking time to just live, you know, and understand that I can have a task list. That task list can be mean and clean, but I may not get to everything on that day. And I'm human and that's okay. Me being able to say that this is what I want to do today. This is what I would love to get done today versus saying this is what I have to do. Those are two different things. If there are things that must get done, put that on the must list, must do. And then the task list are just things that need to get done. But the must do, that's different. Those are things that absolutely have to be done, can't be put off. Okay, that's just prioritizing. When we begin to prioritizing, prioritize what matters most, then it helps us to have realistic expectations. Prioritizing can be applied to any part of our life, whether it's applied to your mental well-being, whether it's applied to uh, your health habits, your food habits, your uh, eating habits, rather. You know, all of those things come into play and we have to be able to prioritize what matters most. What is realistic? If in your life you are setting unrealistic expectations, you are going to get unrealistic results. Yeah, guess what? You have all of these. (laughs) I don't even want to say what I was really thinking, but you have all of these fantasy expectations. Well, guess what? You're not going to be able to meet all of them. In real life, We have to set realistic expectations. Is it okay to shoot for the stars? Absolutely. But after you've created a foundation that can hold up those expectations. Fantasies are beautiful. Dreams are beautiful. Ideas are great. But make sure it's something that you can actually achieve. You know, it's like the person who wants to have a $700,000 house, but they work a $20,000 a year job. Baby steps, my friend, baby steps. You know, you've got to start at the minimum first. Stop trying to live above your means. Stop trying to dream above your means. Usually when you see people who dream big, they are people who are go-getters. They make sure that they dot every I and they cross every T. If that's not you right now, then understand that you've got to get to the point where you are a reliable, realistic person who, when you set a goal, you meet the goal. And, um, you know, really what I'm saying is it's important to work on who you are as a person first. Before you set these amazing goals for yourself, that you know are just seriously unrealistic for you. Don't set yourself up for a disappointment. Set yourself up to succeed. How you do that is you start from the inside because who you are from the inside is going to help you to be able to reach your goals. If you know that you are a mean, late, uh, sluggish person, baby, don't you start that networking just yet because you have to learn to be a people person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to learn to be a people person. You got to learn to be somebody who is on time. Be there. 
Be there so that you can look at every person that comes in. Who are you meeting? Who are you greeting? What's going on in this place? Yes. And then if you sluggish, once you get that person, guess what? They're going to want their stuff done. They're going to want to actually get to business. But if you're sluggish, you're going to be the one that's losing clientele and nobody's, your name is going to be attached to somebody who does not handle business. That's not what you want. You want to make sure that you are doing the minimum first. So the reason why I talk about this inventory list and this stumbling block list is because it reflects who I am as a person. Those things that I need to work on, I need to work on those quick. Because if I don't work on those five things, I'm not going to get as far as I know I can get. I'm only going to reach the bare minimum. And that's not who I am. I am such a huge dreamer, risk taker, baby. But I had to scale back because I realized Natalia wasn't operating at her prime. She was operating in some slime. Because there was some stuff I had to get rid of for myself. I believe in being so honest. Because when we're honest with ourselves, we can get better. We can deal with the mess and get better. Now, listen, there's sometimes that I look at myself and I say, okay, whoops. Um, I need more help than just myself. So after I have prayed, after I have, you know, really just laid on my face and apply some pressure to that thing. Um. Then I can really say, okay, the Lord gave me some wisdom on that. Okay, yes, 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 yes. And sometimes I'll go and I'll get an accountability partner. Sometimes I'll grab a hold of my mentor and I'll say, hey, um, I need some help in this area right here. Um, This is something that I can see that I'm lacking in, that I really need to get better. And I've got to. So those are things that I will um, definitely look at and go from there. As a parent, I'll say um, these five things apply there as well. I can apply these five things to so many different areas in my life. Did they all apply to just one area? No. Um, But overall, this was my consensus. As a parent, I can say that, you know, I was inconsistent with making sure that I took that individual time with each one of my five. And I can say that they needed a lot more time that I wasn't, I wasn't able to give or I didn't make time to give. And that sucks, especially when you're a parent who absolutely loves your children. You want to make sure that you're taking that time that they need because that time that they need may help them to better succeed in whatever area, or it may help them to relieve some tension that they've been dealing with. Remember that you're their safe place. So in remembering that you're their safe place, you know, if I'm inconsistent with spending time or I make excuses as why I'm not spending time, that one time that they need to spend that time with you, that could be life changing, life saving for them. So make sure that you are doing that as well. Lacking motivation, the motivation to get better and be better as a parent. If you don't take care of you, who's going to? I'm so big on that, making sure that we are taking care of ourselves as parents. It is imperative. We've got to do it. So as you embark on this new year, I would love to tell you that you are going to be extremely, extremely successful this year. I would love to tell you that you are going to be able to do everything that you set out to do. And that's what we really want to hear. We want to hear those speeches that say everything that chimmies up our ear. 
in reality, the truth of the matter is you will be the best you when you deal with the worst in you. <laughs> Sucks, huh? But it's the truth. You will be the best you when you learn to deal with the worst in you. Remember that in 2022, you will be the best you when you learn to deal with the worst in you. Okay. So listen, I know this wasn't long, but I wanted to just drop something in on you for 2022. I sincerely believe that you are going to be better than you were last year. In 2020, it was a time of reflection. In 2021, it was a time of application, applying what we reflected on. 22 is going to be a year for you to do what you got to do to be the best you. Okay. So let's end this with a short, sweet prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would touch each and every listener, each and every person that shares, each and every person, Lord God, that's listening. God, they have embarked on 2020, 2021, and now they're going into 2022. God, to do what you have called them to do, do what you have told them to do. And Father, we believe that you are going to help them in each and every area. Forgive us for anything that we did, said, or thought that wasn't pleasing to you, Lord God. And help us to do better. God, we believe that we are going to take whatever stumbling block a list applies to us. And we are going to crush that, Lord God. God, by dealing with each and every part of us, Lord God, that did not help us to be good people. And God, we are going to move into being better. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for the testimonies that I'll hear from this, Lord God, that people were better because they learned to deal with what was on the inside of them. And Father, we declare that as they do this, Lord God, that you will help them to succeed in every area of their life. In Jesus' name, amen. As always, like, love, subscribe to the Family Made Mom, uh, the blog, the podcast. I want to make sure that I am keeping in touch with you. Please share. Sharing is caring. Caring is sharing. Do you, boo, in 2022. Be blessed. Bye-bye. Hey, after hearing that podcast today, maybe you would like to go a little bit further. Maybe you as a parent, you're struggling and you're saying, hey, as a mom, I really want to do this better, but I don't always have the exact ways to do so. I need some more tips. I need some more strategies and I may need to go a little bit deeper. I want to help you as a parent and family coach. That's what I do. I help parents, teens and families. Find a strategy and the best way to execute it. Now, I'm not a co I'm not a uh, counselor or a therapist, but I am a coach and I want to help you along the way. Go to nbecoaching.com and check out the services that we have available to you. All right. Check it out today.